This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, welcome back. It's hour two of Kelly and Remia. If you're still sticking around, that means you've been having loads of fun along with us. And we've had one great hour already, another great hour coming your way. And you know what we love doing? We love confusing you. So we take our usual Thursday lineup and we flip things around so that you can um, stay on your toes. Hey, Kels? That means Mary's coming up in a little bit, folks. We, we've <laughs> had to move her around a little bit today. But just for what fun. we are making sure, yeah, just for the fun, um, this that we don't miss out on one of our community reports because every month we bring the reporters to you and they have so many things to share, you can't miss one. So we've done a little finagling, a little moving, a little twisting, a little adjusting to fit things in and folks in. So we welcome in uh, with our news from uh, Dawson City in the Yukon, Kim Hubby. Kim, tell me something. Um, when the days are shortest in, in, in Dawson City, how many hours of daylight do you get? And from when to when, would you say? Um, it is, doesn't really consider daylight. It's kind of like a dawn and dusk period. Oh, right. Um, yeah, and so there's about two to three hours of that, and it's about uh, like one to three, and then it does start getting dark again. See? Okay. That's perfect. Okay. That's where we'll put so, our show. We'll slot it Amuthan, in. Um, I was explaining to a Muthan that I thought it'd be about twelve to three or something like that. That 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 would be the window. What would that be in so Eastern time? Close. Is that Eastern time? Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> well, no, hold on, Kim. Yeah, you're Eastern time, aren't you, Kim? Like you're same time. No. Us, aren't you? no. No, you're no. four. What are you four? We are way out in the Pacific. Yeah. Here. Sorry. I guess you'd be four hours. Yeah. I guess you'd be four. Four hours. You? Oh dear. Okay. I gotta yeah. go do the math. BRB. <laughs> We're yeah, trying to change our time of the show so that we're not in the evenings. In my uh, perspective, we're now an evening show because it's so dark by 5 p.m., Kim. So we leave the show yes. and go to sleep. We're going to finish at, uh, at 4. Oh, my good heavens. Yeah. Well, it's okay. You have trouble with uh, geography. I have trouble with the time zones today yeah. for some reason. Um, let's talk about the seasonal weather ah, in Dawson City right yes. now. Some of the events going on with the winter weather beginning. Well, and winter has come with a bang. We've got lots of snow and we've had a few really cold spells and some warm spells too, which shake it up a bit to keep us on our toes. And so for what's coming up for the Christmas season, this place is just a Christmas haven as far as I'm concerned mm -hmm. because there's so many things going on and the community is so beautiful in sharing what they want to make and create and it's just a wonderful atmosphere to be in and all the snow and lights Christmas lights just make it very magical it does really feel like North Pole up here <laughs> Wow. And, and isn't that what we were talking last year uh, about filming for Christmas movies or just that feel that you guys have at Christmas, which is its own tourism um, uh, giant? Absolutely. And it would be a filmer's dream because it's still so nostalgic here. Like they 
I look at pictures of the past and I've been going through history pictures at work and it's just incredible how much it has changed, but how much it's still the same. And it's just an incredible experience to be here, to visit, let alone live here. It's, it's definitely one to be on the list. Wow. I could just think of those Christmas people who are really would love to have Christmas last and start last as long as and start as early. Of. Now, you guys have craft fairs and everything when it comes to this time of the year. Yes. And all kinds of festivities, too. So like they call out for chili cook-offs and skating. We have an outdoor skating rink now. And so they put that in with the celebration of lights which i'll talk about and it just is a fun month uh actually it starts in november pretty much and it just everything the all of the few (laughs) the few businesses that are still open because as I've told you, come this time of year, a lot of the businesses close down. They are geared yes. towards the summer season. So the ones that are still here, put they're all in, and it's just remarkable. Wow. Well, I mean, things were great there until you mentioned the chili cook-off. That's not my thing, but <laughs> that was a bit that's why I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I, guess, uh, I guess a lot of people stay inside <laughs> with that. But tell us about the lights. <laughs> Yeah, so the Festival of Lights, that starts um, on December 6th, I believe it is. And so it's an outdoor event and we have a, we're going to have a bonfire and the lighting of the Christmas tree. And that's where, uh, like I said, the chili, there's going to be chili and I think hot dogs. And- Double the chili. <laughs> Put the chili on the hot dogs, eh, Rum, while you're at it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when they announce our 12 days of Christmas for Dawson. Dawson has a 12 days of Christmas. So um for that like the the um vendors and the companies get involved and just give little incentives and lots of uh reason to get out and enjoy so uh we hope that the weather stays decent for it i mean we're up here in the in the north so yeah. it is Cold, what it though, is Kim, but you guys are hardy people with all your chili and uh so used to that now how tall is it usually like the like like really big tree that you they decorate to there it is uh it's about a 30 foot tree i believe and uh they do it with the lights and it just is beautiful and uh, i wish you could see aerial shots um i was googling and going through pictures and the aerial shots just really show off how beautiful it is uh for when they do their lights and get all festive Oh, wow, Kim, that's beautiful. And with your subarctic climate, the lowest temperature ever recorded there was minus 58 plus. Um, my goodness, uh, that's, that's for, for those on the Fahrenheit, that's minus 73, by the way, just so you're, you're keeping notes of those of our neighbors yes. to the south that might be listening in. Wow, And that was back in 1947. But you get a wide range of temps, don't you, through the year? Absolutely. And... 
actually, you know what? I much rather the cold and winter up here than I did down south in Ontario. It's a very yeah. different cold. It's dry, and so if you wear layers, um, it's good. Like you're you're going to be warm, so Doesn't it's not this. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same humidity like down south, um, where it just seemed like yeah. Yeah, uh, as I remember, you couldn't get that cold out of your bones. No, you can never. So, it's, a, no, it's, it's a wet cold. Uh, yeah, it's even the at humidity. one degree Celsius, yeah. it's cold and. Bleh. Yeah, exactly, and that's why the yeah. Torontonians complain. Um, you want to talk about winter wear, Kim? Absolutely, and that's I'm so excited about um, making these discoveries and where where I go. So, um, as you know, before Dawson, I lived in Rankin, and I got lots of things made there uh, to help me stay warm in Rankin Inlet in Nunavut. And now that I'm here and it's a different cold, um, I have purchased a Skookum Parka, uh, an anorak actually, and had it custom made. And oh my goodness, you talk about uh, just the whole process from ordering it to going in and being fitted. Megan talked to me exactly about the features I wanted on on the parka. And like I told her about my visual impairments and like I struggle with zippers. And it was just amazing how much attention she went and gave for making it. And I've got a beautiful wolf uh, rough fur on the hood and oh it's just beautiful and I don't even need to wear a hat like I pull up my hood and the fur actually blocks the cold so it's just so warm and the front pouch pocket has got hand warmer in it so my oh. hands can stay nice and yeah nice and warm it's double fleece on the inside and the big pouch pocket also holds things too and I asked her to put a little zipper on the arm to hold Actually, I have my uh, boot grippers inside of them because they're finicky to take on and off, mm. right, in, in the stores. So I just wanted a place to have them quick if I needed them. So oh, that so was... Yeah, wow, so I wow. literally told Megan what I wanted to do, and I told her about wanting to be on my trike in the cold, and so she made it so it would work with me, and uh, just so happy. The hand warming or, oh, like, the double man. fleece inside the pocket is so yes. good, because <laughs> yeah, we don't I think about that. that, the lining in the pockets nope. and how your hands are just frozen. No, yeah. you know those Torontonians, right? They got to stay at the warm, one degree. so it'd be really yeah. good there. Uh-huh. Um, we got just a few seconds. Can we talk Northern Lights? Northern Lights. Well, actually, Kelly, I've been doing a lot of research on it because I do want to do a show based on the Northern Lights because as I'm learning more about it, it is becoming um, more interesting to me too, the science of it. And and this is the perfect time of year for the Northern Lights. Mm. You can see them even at 8.30 in the morning, like going to work. There's... Oh. 
Yeah, it's just a dream. And I just, the only thing I wish there was was music playing while they were going. That would be my only request. That would be wild. Mother Nature. <laughs> if she's well, going to put on a show like this, come on, give us some good tunes. Yeah, well, you it. pitch AMI on that, make a pitch for it. I'll come up and I'll help shoot it along with that at this time of the year. I love the idea of the Northern Lights, even though I barely can see any of that anymore. But Kim, so beautiful. Thank you. Always a wonderful report. Um, best of the season. I don't think we see you talk to you until the new year now. But I'm all mixed I, up in scheduling, so we'll check mm -hmm. that. You guys have a wonderful season as well, and thank you. Thanks, Kim. Kim Hubby, okay. our community reporter, uh, Dawson City, and so much to talk about there. And I love that passion for the lights. We might be seeing a little more of Kim before the new year yeah, I think, if I think we tune one more. in. Mm -mm, if we tune mm -hmm. into the holiday kitchen party that we throw, huh? Mm? Hint, maybe. I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, I don't know what you're right. talking about. Yep. I didn't it's say not anything. even December yet. You can't even think <laughs> about that, right? God. At least for another twelve hours. At least. Eight. After the break, we go to kitchenconfession.com, or at least we visit with the creator, Mary Mamaliti. She wants to tell us how we can prep for busy weeks, at least the dinners. She's got some creative ideas for us. We'll be finding out more after the break. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.